Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back to the All-American Brit Podcast on the Believe Podcasting Network. I'm your host, Johnny McKeelan. Do you fancy a flutter? Maybe a bet on the start of the Premier League season? I actually had a parlay bet that came through a winner for me on this opening weekend, so maybe put your knowledge and my picks to the test, because if you're into sports betting, bet online is where you should go to win money today. Whether it's live bets during games or futures for who you think will win the championship, bet online has the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. So before the big next game, head on over to bet online and start playing today. Bet online your online sports book experts. And it's going to be all about the Premier League football. I'm here currently in the UK, and when I get here, all I can think about is football. And luckily enough, this last weekend was the opening weekend for the Premier League. Tons of action to get to. We had a summer that was chock full of football with the international tournament. Of course, the Euro 2020. My heart is still a little bit broken. You don't have to look much further than my Instagram to know that. But it seemed like, you know, all we needed to do was blink. And now we've got our Premier League season and club football back up again and big changes in the landscape of football when it comes to transfers. The headlines have to be Jack Grealish going to Man City, Jadon Sancho leaving the Bundesliga and Dortmund to join Manchester United. And the Belgium international striker makes a homecoming of sorts as he rejoins Chelsea 10 years after leaving Stamford Bridge. Of course, Harry Kane has also been a Big discussion in the transfer world. He pulled an Aaron Rodgers, as I like to say. He didn't show up to training camp, and now he's back with the team, but he doesn't seem like he really wants to be back with the team. It's a full Aaron Rodgers treatment. I think they've left him with very few options as to whether or not he can leave Tottenham, and time will dictate how this all plays out. How long he'll be in North London is a question. What isn't a question anymore is his desire to play for this team. He's made it very clear. Kane wants out. What I have found really interesting about this transfer window is there has been a, pre- a focus and an impetus on getting great English players on your squad. English players have dominated the transfer news and market. And obviously, you don't need to look further, like I said, than my Instagram to know how much I care about the England national team. Just listen to the first episode of this podcast and hear about how I fell in love with the England national team. I've always believed in English football players and I've always loved English football players, but there's always been a bit of a stigma around them, a a lens that looks at English players as good footballers, but not necessarily the best in the world. You know, Ronaldo, Messi, Ronaldinho, Zinedine Zidane, these were the superstars, Thierry Henry. Jadon Sancho is now discussed as one of the elite talents in the game, and many will be watching what he can do at United. Pep Guardiola is considered the best manager in the world, and his two transfer targets have been Jack Grealish, who he signed, and Harry Kane two English footballers. 
I think we're entering a new phase in English football where the English players are the focus of the league and are recognised as elite talent in the game. Anyway, enough flowery language about English players. I could do that all day. Let's get to the results from the opening weekend in the Premier League and to the first kickoff of the 21-22 season, and it was Arsenal playing the newly promoted Brentford. Brentford beat Arsenal 2-0 in the opener, much to the disappointment of Arsenal fans. But there were a lot of factors that went into this. Some of these may sound like excuses, but they do deserve noting. Arsenal had an incredibly tough season last year, even had fears of relegation. They ended up 8th on the table. They're going to miss out on European football this year, not making any qualification for, you know, obviously Champions League or Europa. But I think this is actually a really good thing for Arsenal to just focus on the Premier League and the domestic cups. But they really do need to sort out their striker situation. They don't really have a proper striker in position. But Yang looks like he's on the way out. Lacazette is injured, but I don't really think he's the guaranteed centre forward that they need. I like Lacazette supporting more on the wings. Bukayo Saka, English player who I really, really believe in, he's not on Mikel Arteta's starting team. And I, I think just like how Gareth Southgate gave him the fifth penalty at the Euro, Arsenal could be piling on too much pressure on this young talent. Arsenal really didn't show up to this game. They look uninspired, to say the least. And yes, their best player on paper, Aubameyang, wasn't on the pitch. Yes, Lacazette is injured. Sure, they're playing an excited Brentford side. They're in their new stadium, the opening game in the Premier League, packed house full of Brentford fans. These are all things that Mikel Arteta, the manager, said. But to my ear, they sound more like excuses than decent reasons for the loss. A tough test next weekend in the Premier League as they host London rivals Chelsea at the Emirates. I'll be watching that one for sure. Now let's talk about Chelsea. I mentioned already the signing of Romelu Lukaku. He'll be making his Chelsea debut against Arsenal. But they didn't need his scoring abilities against Crystal Palace, however, over the weekend. 3-0 the result. Marcus Alonso scored an incredible goal off of a free kick. Definitely a goal to save for the highlight packages of this season. Christian Pulisic, or as the Americans are fond of calling him, Captain America, pulled off the second goal off a deflection off of the Palace keeper. But it was Trevor Chalaber's goal that was really quite something. In his Premier League debut, scored a stunner from outside the box. The crowd implored him to shoot, and he did. Little clip off the post and into the back of the net. Trevor went to his knees, overcome with emotion for the goal. An awesome opener for the champions of Europe to start the Premier League season and an amazing moment for Trevor Chalabar in his debut. You know, I covered it on this show, the kind of the transition from sacking Frank Lampard, how desperate the situation seemed to look at Chelsea and Thomas Tuchel replacing him. Tuchel has been magnificent since taking over the post. And what he's done is utilise Chelsea's depth. He's also now solved the striker issue, letting Giroud go and bringing in Lukaku. But even more than that, allowing players to have the opportunity to show themselves. Look at what Trevor Chalobah did in the opener. Look at how Mason Mount has grown into a fully rounded player when he's playing with Chelsea. They just have more shape. They have more form. Tuchel has really done a number on this team. And I think so much can be questioned. I mean, I talked to Wilf about it in an episode previous about managers and how much effect do they really have over a team being successful or not and, you know, these owners of these teams love sacking their managers when anything seems to go wrong. But when a manager comes in and can really bring a philosophy, really bring a, a new mentality to a team, you can see when it really works. And Thomas Tuchel at Chelsea has just worked. 
I've got really high hopes this year for Chelsea. Ever since winning the Champions League, they've just looked unstoppable and sky's the limit for this team. Early, early days, but very exciting to say the least. Of course, it was also Patrick Vieira's managerial debut in the Premier League against Chelsea, managing Crystal Palace. Not the start that he'd like to have seen, but I'm personally rooting for this French legend and wish him the best in this managerial opportunity. He's taking over for Roy Hodgson, who provided a ton of stability and consistency for a team like Palace, keeping them in the Premier League, making sure that they remain a Premier League side. Palace has a lot of Premier League talent on their side, and I hope that Patrick Vieira uses this and takes this team to potentially new heights, but also proves himself as a true Premier League manager. I'm certainly rooting on Patrick Vieira this season. Another match that was definitely a standout from this opening weekend was Leeds United versus Manchester United. Storied history between the two clubs and great to have this as an opener in front of a packed stadium. On the results sheet it stands out too because of the scoreline. 5-1 the final. Man U absolutely exploded against Leeds. Man United got it going with a goal from Bruno Fernandes set up brilliantly by Paul Pogba. Leeds got the equaliser in the second half, great goal from outside the box, but then the flurry came from Man United, an incredible, another incredible ball from Paul Pogba that's led to a goal for Mason Greenwood, Pogba set up Fernandes again only two minutes later, and then Bruno Fernandes put his third in, an opening day hat-trick, and then Fred put it in the back of the net, again set up by Paul Pogba, Pogba ended up with four assists on the day. And the goals were really great finishes from the Man U players, but they were made happen by Paul Pogba. There's been a lot of doubt, a lot of questions, and a lot of controversy around Paul Pogba, especially last season when his agent came out and stated how keen Paul was to leave Man U. Paul is still a Manchester United player. He's still wearing the Man U shirt. And this weekend, he played like the £100 million player that he is. Manchester certainly look a dominant side to start the season, and they'll have really high hopes for this year. And it was a joyous return to the Premier League for Watford. Four long years in the championships, but they find themselves back in the top league and they hope to stay. Their first match of the new season was against Aston Villa. Villa, even without Jack Grealish, is a talented side, but Watford were the winners on the day. 3-2 the finish. Villa came back and scored two goals after going three down, but Watford held on to get the three points to begin their season They'll certainly be looking forward to being back in the Premier League and hoping to stay. Jamie Vardy did what Jamie Vardy does for Leicester. Goal in the 41st minute to beat Wolverhampton Wolves. Everton got three points to start the new campaign with three goals against Southampton. Rafael Benitez gets his first win as Everton manager. It's still a little bizarre to see Rafa managing Everton. Of course, he managed Liverpool for many, many years, the crosstown rival to Everton. Everton's kind of been on the bubble of being a great team in the Premier League. So while fans may be hesitant to have this Liverpool legend in the managerial spot, if Rafa can lead Everton to success, I think that their hand will be forced to embrace Benitez. 
Brighton scored two late goals to get their victory over Burnley. And Liverpool secured their first three points with three goals over Norwich City. Norwich City, of course, are newly promoted to the Premier League, but they do look a Premier League side. Not the opening game that they wanted, sure, but I can see them being a really tough challenge throughout the season. Billy Gilmore, the Scottish international and Chelsea player on loan to Norwich, had some great moments throughout the game, and I think having him as an everyday starting role with this club will help him grow as a player, certainly worth keeping an eye on Billy Gilmore. So there was tons of action Saturday, but now to the games from Sunday, a great game in Newcastle from the opening weekend. West Ham ended up with a comeback win. Great goals from Antonio and Benarama to get the victory. But the big storyline from Sunday was Tottenham playing host to last year's Premier League champions, Manchester City. Talked about it at the top of the show, but Jack Grealish made his City debut Expectations always precede the champions, and with Harry Kane not starting, City started the game with a, a confidence that quickly evaporated. Young Min Song was the goal scorer for Tottenham in the 55th minute, but it was only after about 15 minutes that City really didn't look themselves. Lethargic out there, not quite up to the challenge of the day. And this brings me to a point that I want to make for all of the matches from this opening weekend. It's about the 12th man. The fans being back in the stands. COVID obviously has affected everything in our world and it certainly has affected football in a huge way. But having fans back in the stadiums brought an energy to this weekend's opening matches and brought back to the Premier League a feeling that we haven't had in a really long time. And I think they were a big part in helping Brentford over Arsenal, Tottenham over Man City, and they affected the mood in every stadium this weekend. It seemed more electric than ever, more exciting than ever to have Premier League stadiums full again. Matches I'll be keeping my eye on coming up this weekend, first and foremost, obviously will be Arsenal versus Chelsea. And I think even in front of their home fans, Chelsea will edge out Arsenal. They're just playing at such a high level at the moment and Arsenal still has so much to prove. Of course, these two clubs have a really interesting history and record against one another, but walking in, in, just looking at their form, my bet would be on Chelsea. Brentford are taking on Crystal Palace. I think this is going to be a tight match, but certainly one to keep an eye on. Brentford will hope to ride the momentum of their first win and get a bit of a run going here. You could say Palace is an easier side than Arsenal. You could say not. So it certainly will be interesting to see Brentford take on Crystal Palace. Man City will hope to bounce back with a win against Norwich City. But like I said about Norwich, I think they're not going to be a stroll in the park this year. City will need to play at the level that we've expected of them and will continue to expect of last year's champions. And the other big match that I'll be watching is the standalone game on Monday. West Ham will host Leicester City. Both winners in their first matches, so I think this should be a really great game of football. So there are my picks. I'd take Leicester over West Ham, Chelsea over Arsenal. Man City will beat Norwich, but I'm not sure how easy it's going to be, but I expect them to get the victory. You could get good odds on this one, though. I think Brentford will ride their momentum and sneak one over Crystal Palace, so... There are my picks. Of course, you should head on over to Bet Online for all your sports betting needs. This is the All American Brit Podcast, presented by Bet Online. Be sure to follow me at AA Brit Pod on Instagram and Twitter. 
to the All-American Brit Podcast on the Believe Podcasting Network. As always, I'm your host, Johnny McEwen. And until next time, take care. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.